Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we'll unlock the book Wired for Story, the writer's guide to using brain science to hook readers from the very first sentence. We live in a world full of stories. Every morning, we can see all sorts of stories happening all over the world when we read news websites. In cinemas, we watch stories that are mind-blowing or touching in sci-fi films, suspense films, and so on. So why is our life full of stories? From the perspective of brain science, it's because the human brain loves them. Story is the language of experience. From the perspective of reproduction, People need to pass on helpful experiences about survival and reproduction to their offspring. Such experiences are conveyed in a way that is easily remembered by the brain, and stories are created. Take the story of Pinocchio for example. It teaches people to be honest. Imagine if parents simply told their kids, you must be honest and never lie to us. How many kids would actually follow through after hearing that? With the story of Pinocchio however, kids imagine that their noses will grow if they lie. They will spontaneously put themselves in Pinocchio's shoes. What could be more horrible? As a result, they will naturally want to be honest. However, the fact that life is full of stories doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy to write a good story. That said some people are born storytellers. Like the protagonist's father in the film Big Fish. He's just a salesperson, but he turns his ordinary life into fantastic stories. But a larger number of people don't have enough writing skills or technique. They just don't know how to make a story attractive. The author of Wired for Story Lisa Cron is a master of story. She had worked in the publishing industry for 10 years before she ventured into the television industry and became a producer. She also works as a story consultant for Warner Brothers, Village Roadshow, and other motion picture companies. As a senior story expert, Lisa Cron has created scores of great stories over the years. She has expertise in helping writers and producers discover good stories and make them into movies. Besides working as a story coach, she is also a UCLA Extension Writers Program instructor. In this book, she fully reveals her story writing experience and techniques. If you aspire to become someone who writes and tells good stories, this book is a great place to start. We'll unlock Wired for Story in the following three sections. Part 1. What makes a good story? Part 2. Basic approaches to writing a good story. Part 3. Tips for hooking readers. Let's start with the first question, what makes a good story? One particularity of this book is that it explains stories and their connotations from the perspective of brain science. So it's necessary for us to explain the cognitive secret of story at the beginning. To put it simply, we think in stories, which allows us to envision the future. Just imagine, millions of years ago, our ancestors faced life-threatening dangers from beasts and natural disasters every day. They had to avoid those dangers. Survival was their only goal. In order to effectively identify information and make the right decisions, our ancestors' brains gradually developed a way to consciously navigate information through story. Storytelling was the solution. 
People think and story and sift for information related to their survival. Neuroscientists believe that stories allow people to simulate intense experiences without actually having to live through them. Besides, story is also developed into a way to know more about ourselves and others, which helps us better deal with social issues. Think back to your past story reading experiences. You must have reflected on to be or not to be after reading Hamlet. Or did you ever imagine yourself as Oedipus, wondering about what you would do after having unknowingly committed the crimes of killing your father and marrying your mother? These reasons explain why people naturally crave story and have expectations for story. Our expectations are closely associated with whether the story can offer us information that benefits our survival. In order to let the story meet our expectations, our brain subconsciously sets tasks for the story. For instance, we expect to see the protagonist running into increasingly difficult situations and struggling to make his way out of them. Following this cognitive pattern of our brains, we can now easily identify the key elements of a good story. A good story must have three key elements, the protagonist, the plot, and what's at stake. Let's talk about the protagonist first. Every story must have a protagonist. This is very important, because the reader needs to know who the story is about while reading. By reading about what the protagonist is feeling, the reader gets to feel for the protagonist. That's why in most classic novels the protagonist makes his or her debut on the very first page. Take Gabriel Garcia Marquez's 100 Years of Solitude for example. The opening reads, Many years later, as he faced the firing squad, Colonel Aureliano Buendia was to remember that distant afternoon when his father took him to discover ice. By putting the protagonist's name Colonel Aureliano Buendia in the very first sentence, Marquez lets the reader know immediately whose story it is. The second element is the plot or what's happening in the story. Think about Spider-Man. The story unfolds as the protagonist, an ordinary high school student named Peter Parker gets bitten by a mutant spider during a school visit to a scientific laboratory. From then on, he develops the superpower of shooting spiderwebs, clinging to surfaces, and so on, and his adventure begins. The plot describes the problem that the protagonist will spend the whole story struggling with. Now that we understand what purposes the protagonist and the plot serve, let's look at the third element, what's at stake or the protagonist's issue. It combines the previous two elements and creates suspense, hooking the reader to imagine what will come next. Consider Franz Kafka's The Metamorphosis. It begins like this, one morning, as Gregor Samsa was waking up from anxious dreams, he discovered that in bed he had been changed into a monstrous verminous bug. With this simple opening, we get to know the name of the protagonist Gregor Samsa and what's happening, he's become a giant bug. We know that his life is going to be turned upside down and that he's likely to be treated as a monster. And that's what's at stake. To make a good story, none of the three elements, protagonist, plot, and something at stake is dispensable. But that's not all. A good story must have a clear focus. Information irrelevant to the theme should be left out. The brain is a highly efficient organ. It automatically filters out information that does not contribute to the theme. So when we write a story, we should always keep the story's focus in mind. 
It's the synthesis of three elements that work in unison to create a story, the protagonist's issue, the theme, and the plot. It gives the story a fundamental tone that leaves a deep impression on the reader. Only with a clear focus can the reader's expectations be well-managed. For example, the focus of F. Scott Fitzgerald's masterpiece The Great Gatsby is the protagonist's unattainable American dream. The story primarily concerns the relationship between Gatsby, once a lower-class character, and Daisy, a girl from an upper-class family. Gatsby makes a lot of money and moves up the social ladder just to pursue Daisy. He buys a mansion near Daisy's house. From his house, Gatsby often stares at a green light in the mist across the bay where Daisy lives, and longs for an opportunity to see her again. Once he tells Daisy, if it wasn't for the mist we could see your home across the bay, you always have a green light that burns all night at the end of your dock. The author mentions the flickering green light several times in this novel. The implication is that the rags-to-riches American dream and Daisy's love, the two things that Gatsby has always been pursuing are actually beyond his reach. Just like that green light in the mist. Lastly, a good story should include a lot of emotion. It should make the reader feel something. As neuroscience writer Jonah Lehrer puts it, if it weren't for our emotions, reason wouldn't exist at all. Emotions are mechanisms that set the brain's goals. To create a good story, it takes a lot of work and skill to generate strong emotions, so that the story will resonate with the reader. Hollywood films must ensure that the audience can fall in love with or hate certain characters within just a few minutes, so that they can feel strongly about what happens next. Take the film Jaws for example. The audience feels repulsed by the shark hunter named Quint as soon as he makes his appearance. Within the first several minutes of his debut, he scratches his nails on a blackboard, behaves and talks rudely, and bullies young oceanographer Hooper. The screenwriter designed these details to make the audience feel disgusted by Quint, thus setting the stage for what comes next. That concludes the first part, what makes a good story? As we mentioned, stories evolved out of the human need for survival. A good story must have three elements, the plot, the protagonist, and what's at stake. A good story must also have a clear focus that guides the reader's expectations in the way the author envisioned. Lastly, a good story should also contain a lot of emotion, because the reader needs to feel something in order to appreciate the tale being told. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.